it's your gals, India, Lexi, and me, Peyton. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we got the key. Yeah, I don't think we've ever explained that. And never call me Lexi ever again. Um, I only call you Lexi. Lexi Poo. Lexi Poopy Pants. We're really mature here in the P. Yeah. The P's in the pod. Peyton, India, Alexis. Alexis. in the pod. Oh my, oh my government name. Play on words. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's everyone been up to? We took a week off to rest and digest um, life. We've had a lot going on. Honestly, yeah. It's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. Yeah, I feel like we're on fall break. Were you on fall break two weeks ago? And I was on fall break last week. Uh, Yeah. 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 Pay fall break because she's full on adult. Full on adult. My busy season just ended, though, so I'm not working. That's so crazy. That's amazing. I still have to study, though, a lot, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, tell them about your exam you're taking because you're a businesswoman. I am a businesswoman. I'm studying for my CPA exam, see y'all. And I take the first one at the end of November. Period. Kill it. Wow. We'll see. That's exciting. Lord provides, he sure will. Well, he- although it's not for the podcast, um, I did find out today that I'm graduating another semester late because one credit didn't transfer from Moorhead and they won't try to fit it into my schedule. My chemistry one credit. Yeah. So I'm graduating an entire semester late because of that one credit. Your chemistry that you got an A in? Yeah. The chemistry I got an A in. I worked my tail off in that class and I got an A in it and it just doesn't count. But... My mom was very sweet when she was talking to me about it. She's like, maybe this is an opportunity for you to get an internship somewhere super cool and do a bunch of super fun things. And I'm like, okay, she's right. But I mean, it is annoying, but oh well. Yeah. Um, That's okay. There's a reason behind it. Yeah. You don't know as yet, but. And the best people do fifth years, right, Lexi? True. Give me some. Pain Rose is also good for doing the fourth year. <laughs> I'm not too bummed to that. Okay, well, I'm you trying to make myself feel better. Don't don't be down. Honestly, taking my fifth year was the best thing that I ever did. Yeah, because you got to spend a little extra time with me, and yeah, got to spend more time with you. Got to be a part of that Bible study with Tate and all the cool gals. And Tate's a whole mom. I know Tate is a I... whole entire. Mother oh my and- gosh! And their baby's so cute. <laughs> and me share a birthday. Oh, that poor baby. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Tay was one of the first guests on the podcast. I was so excited about her being on there too. I literally remember the day I posted the picture. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I feel like I was posting about a celebrity. I like her. Celebrity, and then we were like in her whole entire house. And if for some reason she were to ever come across us, she'd probably be like, "Those bunch of goons," because now she like texts 
randomly on yes. or whatever Gosh. but I adore her so much such a gem of a human yeah so Sydney yeah. they all are actually all yeah. yeah I wait to go back I know I'm itching I'm itching to step foot into Better Life Church to have their coffee mm-hmm when is yep. alumni weekend again? November third, fourth, and fifth, or second, third, and fourth, something like that. Third, fourth, fifth. Third, fourth, fifth. I'll check the flights. Please. Come on in. The water is nice. It is nice. You wanna know what's gonna be nice? Fuzzy duck coffee, hazel nochino. Ruta Baker's sandwiches and pasta salad. Lakiji, Don Senor. <laughs> no sleep. No sleep. Another place. No sleep. Lakiji. <laughs> Don No sleep. Don Senor mm-hmm. sounds so good. You know, I can't wait. A Don Senor bubblegum machine, bubblegum ball. Yep. <laughs> bubblegum machine. Would y'all say <laughs> this is my first transition ever? <laughs> would y'all say that all of those restaurants gave you contentment? Like Here when we- you left, <laughs> when you when you left dinner from that restaurant, did you feel content with your meal? Well, kind of honestly, like kind of steering the question a little bit in the direction I had my answer already pre thought in my head (laughs) but kind of going thinking (laughs) like I do yes I always feel content after eating because I'm always hungry and I love food um but it's kind of funny sitting here thinking about all these places because when we lived in Moorhead as good as they were we wanted anything else other than what was in Moorhead and now we all live in different places and we're thinking about those particular places in Moorhead so it's like it they always say it but the grass is always greener on the other side truly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well here's the thing I remember plenty of times where we ate dinner and we said okay where's dinner where where's second dinner because we always left not content we always left not full we always left wanting either dessert or a whole nother dinner after because we were starving, Marvin, still. But that's probably not a serious answer. Well, that, that was really <laughs> That was big. But to kick it off, ladies, what do y'all think contentment is and where does it lie? What do we think contentment is and where does it lie? Yes. So, like, where... Like, where currently, where do y'all find your contentment? Mm. Mm. I know what my answer should be. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's the Sunday school answer. And I think it's the right answer. I do. Uh, I know that I struggle with that for sure. And I, it's definitely gotten better. I feel like the closer, the closer I've gotten with the Lord, I think my contentment has obviously changed. Um, there was a time for probably about a year and a half, maybe, um, where I was like, I need to be anywhere, but where I'm at. 
I need to travel. I'm losing my young years. I, all these things, like, I was like, I need to be anywhere but here. And then I would travel and I would just feel empty. I'm like, I would seriously, blue is like destroying my wrist right now, just launching on me. Um, but like I would travel and I'd be like, man, like I need to travel again. I need to travel again. I didn't, I would be so excited to travel and then we'd get there and it was amazing, but I kept just not feeling full of anything. And so I like realized, I was like, I just need to pray for contentment that I would be content and at peace at where I'm at when I'm where I'm at, you know, like people always say the saying, be where your feet are is so true because Anytime you're imagining something that's better than what you have, you're never going to be content. And the same goes for relationships too. Not that we're talking about relationships, but contentment in relationships is huge too, because um, JP always says, you know, if you're always sitting here thinking there might be somebody better, um, you're never going to settle down and you're never going to find somebody that you can spend the rest of your life with. Um, And so it's the same goes for this. I think, thinking you're not I guess to answer your question I tend to find my contentment in how other people see me I think um and also in comfortability and just like being comfortable and I don't think I don't think that's the right answer I think the right answer obviously is the Lord finding contentment in Jesus and in Christ um but I think it's hard to feel that way I think you can always want to do things. I don't think it's bad to have that desire. I think the Lord will fulfill those desires. Um, but the feeling of like wasting time or losing time or um, just feeling like anything other than what you're doing is better. I think that's a lack of commitment or contentment. And that feeling's always going to leave you. Like if you have that feeling, it's always going to leave you empty because um, the Lord is using where you're at in your life for his benefit. And if you're constantly feeling a lack of contentment, then you're not utilizing the time in the situation he's given you. And so you're basically saying like your plans for your life are better than his plans for you. And that's prideful. And that goes kind of back to the humility talk we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's good. Period. Yeah. Um, I do think the correct answer obviously is Jesus, the Lord, um I also when you were talking about relationships and being content in relationships it kind of brought me back to the past the uh it's been over a year now but um I had to find a lot of contentment in Jesus whenever I was going through a season in my season of singleness and I do think as much as you need to find um contentment in relationships you also should be finding contentment in your singleness and I know Maddie Pruitt just came out, out with that book and like um about what something about love whatever blah 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 but like I don't think I think a big part of like one of her chapters I don't know I just have been keeping up with some of her reels that she's posted but she probably has a couple chapters in there just about her singleness because I know she started the book off when she was when she was single and then dating and then engaged and then finished it off when she got married so it's like a whole plethora of like um those which we're not talking about relationship we're not talking about singleness but when I think about contentment the biggest thing for me is being when I was so content in my singleness 
that is almost when the Lord like blessed me. I feel like, because I had to be so content with where I was at in my relationship with the Lord. And I had to be so content with who I knew that he said that I was, and I knew that he gave me my worth and it wasn't another human being another man on earth that was giving me that fulfillment or that contentment. But like I was finding my contentment in God. And that is ultimately how I felt so secure in singleness and I was okay with being single as which sounds weird and it sounds strange and were there rough patches there were definitely rough patches because it wasn't easy but like I that it made me think of that whenever you were um whenever you mentioned being content in your relationships because just as much as that like you should be content in your singleness because that is a part like when you can be content with who you are and like that is where you fully pour into your relationship with God. And that is where you can fully pour into like what God has for you and like just sit and rest in what God has for you instead of being like going out and trying to find seeking whatever the heck, blah, 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 which I did kind of go out, seek and find, but that's besides the point. Anyways. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, that kind of contentment was like looking back part of my was like finding and then the worldly things and like having comparison and like looking around me and seeing what other people are doing like oh they're traveling oh maybe I can travel and I'll fill this hole inside of me or like oh maybe they're going out to bars like let me go out to bars and see if that like works for me kind of thing and it did always leave me um empty and just feeling like kind of hopeless in a way because I just in a way, I was like, there's just nothing. Like, I have this, we all have this endless desire given to us for a reason. And that the only thing that's going to fill that endless desire is somebody who's endless himself. And the only person who is that is God himself. And, like, it's easy to say, but it's hard to, like, think and live by because, you know, the easy, the easy and right answer is Jesus, obviously. But like right now, I feel like me finding contentment, I find it through my work or through my studying or like my title that I have now, I guess, mm -hmm. um, which is easy to do, especially in a world that only goes by status and titles and stuff like that. And yeah. I think true contentment is when you take your eyes off of everybody and just take a second to look up and to find God and to know that he is enough no matter like what's stripped away from you like you may not have all these possessions and titles and whatever but like God is the ultimate title and you're his child and yeah. I, one big thing too is like what you're going by Lex is we find contentment in whose we are like who we belong to rather than like what we belong so yeah I think also on, on the other side of that um I think we like obviously we find our contentment in God but I remember this um pastor in Lebanon uh, the pastor city gate pastor Eric talking about never come like you shouldn't come to church already filled up and in in the how I perceive that as is just like you should never come to church fully content with where you are at as a Christian because there's always so much more that you can be doing as a Christian so like 
there's so many different, I feel like levels of contentment. So you can be like, I feel like if you have Christ in your heart and you know that you are seeking Jesus and seeking Lord and like, that is how you're going to be content, but like you should never actually fully be content because there's always so much more that you can be doing in your walk with Christ and in your relationship with God. Like there's, you're probably never reading enough. You're not praying enough. You're not doing, you're not like serving enough or whatever. And if you think that you are, then you're like, you're disservicing yourself because like the minute that you feel like you're content in your walk with Christ, like is a minute that you kind of like level out. Like, I don't, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, make, it makes I sense think, for sure. Yeah. It makes sense for sure. I think like one thing that I would kind of say going off of that, I think the almost an issue with that mindset sometimes is that you're lacking grace for yourself because, um, if you are constantly thinking like, I can't do enough, which it's crazy because I was telling my friend this weekend, um, on Sunday, he always asked me for prayer requests. It's so kind and so sweet. And he always checks in throughout the week. It's very, very sweet. Um, but he asked me, he was like, Hey, how can I be praying for you this week? And I was like, honestly, I feel like I can't do enough. I can't pray enough. I can't read enough. Like I can't serve people enough. There's always something I can be doing. And it weighs on you so much because I think like to, to think that you can never do enough is such an unfulfilling thought process. And so like, of course he's been praying for that. And I've been praying for that because I'm like, I am a college student. I work and I do a lot of stuff and like, God is my number one priority, but he has also blessed me with so many things in my life. And a lot of them take my time and he knows that. And I know that, and I know it's a gift from him. And so like, there are things that I can't do because right now the job he's given me is college student. And so, um, like I, I using my ministry for that, but what I would say to that is Jesus tells, tells us too, that his burden is like, light and his yoke is easy that that like there is a burden that comes with Christianity when you're truly chasing after the Lord because when I say burden I don't mean like a physical burden but I do mean like you're constantly thinking oh my word there's so many souls in the world that are not going to know Jesus and that becomes really really heavy and then you start putting that burden on yourself thinking man, I can't do enough. There's not enough people I can tell about Jesus. And then it becomes super overwhelming and it weighs down on you and eventually it becomes depressing. And I think like contentment comes with having peace in Jesus and contentment comes with whatever happens, happens along with the plan and being content with the plans the Lord gives you. Um, I definitely think that we can always be doing more. We really can. Um, but I think contentment can come. I think you can have contentment in your relationship with the Lord. Um, cause content, I, I believe is like just peace where you're at. Um, that doesn't mean you don't strive for more, but that just means like you're at peace with the plans that the Lord has given you. That's kind of how I see it. I think both thought processes work. I think for those who kind of tend to have like a little bit more of the anxious side of things when thinking that's kind of how I've been feeling recently. And which is crazy that we're talking about this because this is literally what I've been struggling with. 
Um, but yeah, I think like being content with where the Lord has placed your feet at this very moment is how I would define contentment, like being at peace at where you're at, at this moment. That's good. I, I agree with everything that y'all have said. Um, but how do you, my next question. So what would you give, like, if somebody is struggling with their situation right now and they just, they cannot find anything like good to grasp onto, like they're just in a rough spot right now. They're not content with anything they have or what's like done to them. Like their circumstances just like bad. What advice would y'all give them in, into leading them to be content? in their circumstance even though that's probably not where they want to be right now does, does that make sense yeah I would love to actually hear your answer first PP Me? yeah okay I wasn't already prepared to answer first but um I think obviously there's certain like ha- true joy and true happiness well let me say this happiness comes from circumstances joy comes from God And so when you aren't happy with your circumstance, you can still have joy. It is your perspective, not perspective, but like where you're looking at. If you're looking at people around you, constantly comparing yourself and your situation to others, or even just like thinking of your past and just like letting that drag on you. My advice would just be like, just dig into God's word. Keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on Jesus through the storm because joy comes from knowing that God is above any problem that you have, any circumstance that you're in, even though it doesn't feel like it at that moment, but it's only for a moment. It's only for a season. And so whenever you know, I hear, you know, people saying that they're going through like a rough walk in everything. Like even for myself too, it's hard to let those feelings not let, not control you. But like true contentment is when you have those feelings, but like recognizing them, but not letting them control you because we're not supposed to be like walking in our feelings. Um, But all in all, I would just say like, just change your eyesight to, to God. Yeah. Um, (laughs) my best advice that I've learned from myself and my experiences, um, because I'm a woe is me type of gal. Sometimes like I can be like, man, everybody hear what's going on in my life. Everybody hear how terrible I'm, what I'm going through is, um, the best advice I've been given and can give is focus on other people because, Um, focus on serving others. When I feel exhausted, I have community pouring into me, but I will literally mope around or I will just isolate myself. And I think Jesus definitely rested and he definitely pulled away sometimes to go pray. Um, But I think sometimes I have self-isolation tendencies where I'm like, 
well, I'm going through something terrible. I don't want to be around you or you or you. And then I start becoming super, super selfish. And then everything's like, well, I can't serve this person because I'm going through something. But how often did Jesus serve other people when he was exhausted, when he was hungry, when he was tired, he was performing miracles day in and day out. He was preaching day in and day out. He was walking everywhere on foot and he was hungry and he was tired and he was thirsty. And I'm like, he served everybody. And he stepped away when he knew he needed to step away to be filled up by the Lord. Um, but he was focused on other people because he's a servant and we're called to be like Christ and we're called to be servant focused and servant minded. And so I think for me, the best advice I could give is to serve others and to find yourself like, instead of focusing on yourself, how can I use what I'm going through to help others? And how can I serve others well so that I'm able to show people that you can serve during a time of struggle, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's really good. That is good. Um, I don't have much more than that other than if you're not feeling content, I guess my best advice would be when I wasn't feeling content to just hop into the word because honestly, that's where the truth is and like if when I haven't been feeling content I've probably been really down on myself or really negative towards myself and ultimately those are probably lies from the enemy and so I would combat those thoughts or negativity with truth from God's word so that would be my best advice yep that would be good that's good that is good Good stuff. Okay. <laughs> I do feel like, I feel like contentment is hard and it's so much easier said than done. Um, I think too, uh, it's something you just put into practice. Like I honestly didn't even realize that the Lord was changing that part of my life when he was doing it. Like sometimes it wasn't, it wasn't even something I was focusing on. And then the other day I was literally like last week I was thinking, I was like, man, I do want to travel, but I don't feel this like if I don't travel right now, I'm wasting my life away feeling, you know? And so I think that for me, that's when I kind of noticed it. it was like, wow, there is a change in how the Lord's been changing my heart and my mind. Um, but yeah, I think this talk was so good. I think it was also very illuminating for me to, to realize like, honestly, a reminder of myself to, give yourself grace too, because it is a world of everything needs to be tangible and everything needs to be given to me right now. And so we're constantly fighting against the gradient and that's something that is not normal. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think contentment isn't something that we have naturally. It's something that we can learn and grow in the process of. Yeah. So good. Well, I love you guys. Uh, find contentment in the Lord. The peas are out. Bye. See you next.